So in today's podcast of Connecting Dot, we are in Delhi in Arrow City, 11th Tree. And we are with Samir Singh, who has over 20 years of experience, started from OCLD, being a room associate, to becoming Senior Vice President of Operation for Elementary Hotels. So let's hear from him. Hi, Samir. Hi, and thank you for having me over with you. So how was your journey from starting from OCLD to becoming an SVP here? So the journey has been uh, very exciting, I must say, and it's been full of learnings, uh, a lot of challenges, a lot of ups and downs, but at the end of the day, I think the 20 plus long stint and continuing ahead yeah. has been very, very satisfying and very, very satisfying both professionally as well as personally. So I don't think I could have asked for anything better than this. So it's been, yeah, it's been a great run. So why hospitality? How you landed here? So, you know, I think, and I may be wrong, but I think that's my personal uh, insight that I think 90% of the people who work in hotels um, did not have that as part of the design. Yes. I think it's more, uh, it just landed up uh, in their destiny and uh, similar thing happened for me. It was not designed and uh, as um, I was finishing my school, etc., um, had not thought of anything very particular in my mind. So it was very open, like most of, yeah. uh, you know, uh, kids at school are. So this became, I think it came to me as an easier choice and um, you know it's quite cliche but I think it's the hotels and the glamour etc yeah. excites you and you want to be a part you want to work in that space it's more of an attraction that's what I've heard from a lot of people yeah so it's more of an attraction and uh, uh, that's what happened to me as well so there was no particular reason it's not that I had thought of I was, I will do this I will do that and I think uh, uh, so I went ahead with it and after that it's just been year after year year after year it's been growing and uh um, building up from there, so, so that's o- how it happened. OCLD is is uh, is difficult for because there's a handful of people who can get into it. So I would agree. Yes, uh, it sets very very high standards, very high benchmark yeah. in terms of uh, every aspect of an individual, whether it's the technical skills, whether it's ability to communicate, uh, your overall personality, your knowledge, etc. So yes, they set very very high standards, and I think I have been lucky enough. That's all I would yeah. say. Um, yes, I prepared for it, I worked hard for it, but I think at the end of the day, I think I was fortunate enough to be a part of uh, a fraternity and an institution which is, I think, uh, uh, I think it's one of the most prestigious institutions when it comes to hospitality, um, hotel business across the world. So I think... Uh, so I would say, to answer your question, I think I was just lucky. Yeah, I think... Luck was there to start with, but you worked hard uh, so much that you became SVP here today. So you've been with DLF, you've been with uh, Oberoi's, you've been with other hotels. What was the journey? When when you just started looking at that leadership is something for you? So uh, the intention was always to, you know, once I um, joined my hotel management college that I was studying, the intention was always to grow in the industry. Yeah, uh, and with growth, obviously, you have in mind to attain leadership positions. Mm-hmm. So it was not that I realized later; it was always Indeed. when I had already started my studies and I was giving my campus interviews. Uh, at that point, it's it became quite clear to me that I want to grow in this vertical. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not an afterthought that I would like to grow now in the industry. I think 
as part of my studies as part of my hotel management days that's when uh it became clear to me that i would want to work in this industry and grow up the ladder but this industry gives you a benefit and also the uh negative side of it that you have to travel a lot you have to work uh, so when when you are at corporate level role you have to walk around to the hotels that you look at so you travel must be very much what about the personal life in this this genre so yes i think you have to make time for everything i think hospitality industry just because of the nature of the industry mm-hmm. uh it's not that right now you're at a corporate role and therefore you have to travel to locations and yeah. therefore there's a mismatch i think uh the business of the industry it's a 24 hour business and therefore it requires much more from an individual when you're working in that in this industry so after working for two decades anyways you are used to long hours you are used to working when everybody else is not working including your family yeah um so from you know once you have found yourself once you've grown in this particular uh, vertical um then you've also made consciously efforts of how to balance your both professional and personal life and i do that quite consciously mm-hmm. um and i don't think there is any compromise to be made either professionally or personally uh you can do both okay. uh you can do both and i think in today's time it is not just a choice it's very imperative mm-hmm. that you imbibe this aspect in yourself because the new generation the uh people who are embarking upon their journey in this industry they are very clear about the fact that you know it cannot be 16 18 hours every day yeah right so it's very very important that uh the leaders in the industry uh the ownership uh uh holding positions in this industry uh are very clear about the fact that there has to be a healthy mix of both professional and personal and like i said it is absolutely possible without compromising on either it's about intent it's about desire it's about making it work and i think it's it's totally possible yeah so people say that you know once uh, there's opening of a hotel and then they don't shut down ever so it's not like a shop that it has an off time so once it's open it's 24/7 you said it right so uh, this is ever in this industry and this lot of things which is happening around in industry that uh, people who are traveling so earlier used to be a taj hastri uh, chantry which says that any person who is 35 and above at customers for that now it has all changed anyone at 21 22 are any more money than they have spending power today how does a hotel around the uh, the country is evolving right now so what what do you thought about how the future hotels as industry will look like so my thought to this is that and it's always been that way so i think it's just becoming more prominent now yeah that you have hotels which uh would cater to every single segment of customer mm. right so there will be hotels who would who would operate and run like convention hotels have always run mm-hmm. because there's a certain segment of client who still wants to go to a particular hotel which runs in a particular way yeah okay there would be hotels which would evolve and they are evolving right now uh to cater to a new segment of the vertical so in my opinion i think uh there isn't in one particular aspect towards which every hotel should now revolve around correct um every hotel should have certain basics in place uh which are required by everyone right so let's say for example uh 15 years before if you had to log on to internet you would have this land cable by the writing desk and you would connect to your laptop dsl right 
today it's a given that your hotel will have Wi-Fi. Yes. Right. So there are. I'm just giving you an example, just to give you a flavor. So those are certain things which will remain there across all the hotels, correct? Irrespective of the segment that you're catering to. But other things, let's say, for example, um, let's talk about a service aspect, right? Mm-hmm. There are certain hotels which will always provide you service levels of an X type because they cater to a particular client, Correct. right? Correct. There'll be certain hotels which will be more inclined towards technology, right? Which will yeah. be more about um, seamless check-in, check-out, uh, contactless technology, cloud uh, to be able to to be able to pre-check in yourself and to be able to check out from hotel company's app, etc. Uh, so it's not that every hotel will move towards that, yeah. right? Some hotels will, some hotels will not, some hotels will do partially, depending on who is it that they're catering to and depending upon how they position themselves. So I don't think, like I said, I think there's going to be a common base, mm-hmm. which will be an expectancy uh, of every hotel, of every brand, of every kind of hotel. But what you put on top of it will really differ upon who you're catering to and how you want to position yourself. So the hotel will evolve around the customers, basically. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely, it has to be around the customers. So uh, we have seen uh, new kind of accommodations coming in geodesic rooms, tents, dormitories, and these these are doing great. Uh, we have got few hotels which works into hostel as a segment, and they are doing pretty great because there's there's a niche audience for them as well. So you're right. I think uh, that is the point to look at. Also, one thing more: uh, if you look at hospitality as an industry, uh, do you think it is a saturation point? Because whatever company came in, so if you talk about Oyo to Fab to Trebo to Sarova to Fund, any company, and they have flourished well, which means there is a lot of space in this industry. Also, the oldest business in the world is hospitality ever. So, uh, so this is this is an industry which still not reached to a saturation, still growing. What do you think that in terms of coming days there will be more companies coming in, or probably the owners will get more educated to run uh, standalone hotels like Europe has. Europe has a lot of uh, standalone hotels. There are less of brand that works in Cyprus, a country you will find no brands out there. And do you think that India will see this phase uh, while this industry is growing because infrastructure is growing right now in India? So, uh, to answer your question on the saturation part first, yeah. uh, hospitality industry is an industry which is based on consumption, based on consumer consumption. Mm-hmm. So, I don't need to be a genius to answer this. The consumption is anyways will keep will keep on growing, right? Yeah. And since consumption will keep on growing, the demand will exist. And since the demand will exist, there'll be an opportunity to create supply. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. So therefore, uh, it's like asking, do you think uh, the business of cars will reach a saturation point? Mm-hmm. It's like asking the business of, uh, let's say, a coffee mug will reach a saturation point. Yeah. It's not because consumption is growing, right? So hotels, uh, hotel rooms are similar. Uh, the economies are growing, countries are growing, GDP is growing. Uh, and therefore, the consumption will also increase. Uh, so that answers your question on the saturation part. Your next question was how the hotels will evolve, whether there will be more branded players, etc. I think the marketplace in India is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, if I'm not mistaken, and if my memory serves me right, uh, the branded supply of inventory in India is just under 2 lakh rooms. Correct. Right? And uh, if you go by the Ministry of Tourism data, uh, I think uh, the total supply in India, this is that data is about uh, 30 lakh rooms. Right? So there's still a lot of potential which remains for hotels, brands to grow, okay? 
and like I said, as consumption would anyways increase, mm. um, there would be uh, an opportunity to create individual properties, boutique hotels. Um, so I think there is there is enough and more available for the brands to grow. There is enough and more available for hotel owners to create unique products by themselves yeah. and market those as well. And it's happening all across uh, in remote locations, in some bespoke locations. So I think I think it's uh, there is enough in India available to do what you wish to do um, because the consumption is growing at a very very fast pace. So like IT IT industry when we started booming in India, we we've seen a lot of startup coming in into IT industry and making big money. Do you think that a lot of startup will start opening in the hospitality segment as well because now this industry is going? I think they've already started. Yeah. Uh, I think it's not that whether they will. Uh, I think it's already started. Uh, and it's also uh, evident from the from the point that every single brand that exists in India as well is bringing in every sub brand of theirs into India mm -hmm. because they are hotels, they are ownerships which are over here, which are very varied, Correct. right? And at the same time, uh, there are a lot of homegrown players and homegrown brands as well, mm -hmm. uh, which are increasing. Uh, for example, Lemon Tree Hotels is just a two-decade-old company, approximately. Yeah. Uh, Oyo started about six to seven or eight years ago, yes. right? Uh, so there are a lot of, uh, for example, postcard hotels. Yes. Right. A great example of uh, something innovative in the luxury space, which has not happened in the Indian hotel industry yeah. for a long, 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 long time. Yes. It's. I mean, beyond Taj, ITC, Obroy. Yes. It's now uh, postcard hotels and Tree of Life resorts. Yes. Tree of right. So there are so many of them, um, and it will. It will. And I think, like I said earlier. Uh, you will have everything which will be on an incline. You will have established brands. You will have individual hotel ownerships. Uh, you will have individual homegrown brands across all the segments, whether it's economy, mid-scale, luxury, etc. Correct. So, the future is bright for all the people who are coming, going to come into industry. Oh yes, absolutely. Great. So, uh, looking at uh, the the employee segment of hospitality industry, so there was a mindset of people earlier working at my time and your time so there was internship you have to be clean shaved there has to be a grooming standard need to be followed uh, there is another generation which is right now coming out which are less patients they need workspace to be socially public you know uh, they would like to have a place there they work they will feel proud about it so social media is the game player for that what is the mindset of today's generation people who are coming into hotels? You must be seeing around young people who is working with Limitry or any other hotel that you've traveled. What is the mindset of today's new age Gen Z uh, people who are coming into this hospitality industry? How do you think that they will shape up the future of this hospitality industry? So, uh, my personal view on this is that A, uh, the industry will have to be, and it's already started to, and like I mentioned earlier, uh, will have to be much more focused towards a better work-life balance. Mm -hmm. That's really an expectation. Okay. And also because um, as the pandemic taught, a lot of things can be done remotely. Yeah. There are a lot many more opportunities that are available for individuals to do remotely. Uh, so the industry will have to accept the fact mm. that 
the manner in which it has functioned so far. Uh, if they continue to do so, I don't think they'll be able to attract and retain the best talent. So every industry, uh, and hotel industry is not an exception to this fact, they'll have to adjust to the changing needs and requirements of the workforce that is existing right now. And that is going to come to join these companies and industries in the coming years. And one of the very important aspects, like I said, is work-life balance, mm-hmm. uh, more integration, uh, more, I would say, how does an organization involve itself in the entire societal impact? That's very important. So ESG is becoming a big aspect, yeah, yeah. right? Um, I know of youngsters, travelers, employees who want to associate themselves with companies who are high on ESG, who are high on their social quotient, yeah. those aspects. Okay. So I think those are the things which have not been uh, at the top of the priority list of hotel companies and will need to come in uh, to be able to attract and retain the best talent. And because that's the biggest challenge right now for the industry uh, is to be able to get good talent and to be able to retain them. Uh, so I think that will that will change. Uh, I think uh, innovative compensation uh, schemes will have to come up. Yeah, compensation is a big point. I think. Uh, do you think that? So I, I've been I've been asked a few times that in hospitality airlines falls into hospitality as a segment, uh, industry, but airlines have higher pay grade than what hotel has. But I think it is changing right now. How do you, do you agree this that there is a price uh, you know pay gap between airlines as a uh, sector and hotels as a sector see i i uh, my take on this is very uh, different that hospitality jobs or hotel jobs are routine jobs mm-hmm. right uh, you do not need somebody who's extremely high in technical qualifications yeah right because more I would say 70% of the jobs that we do in hotels are mostly routine. Yeah. Right? And therefore, what happens is that um, in order to get talent or in order to understand what kind of compensation levels should be given for that particular talent, somehow, because of the requirement, yeah, uh, gets a little, uh, you know, has to get adjusted over there. But my point in this is, like I said, with so much of technology coming in. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, if you can really automate routine jobs, if you can really uh, get your day-to-day uh, scheduled tasks out of the way mm-hmm. and the tasks which require uh, more intellect, human uh, Intelligence quotient, you want to call it emotional quotient, social quotient, etc., to come into play. Yeah. Uh, so, therefore, what will happen eventually is that uh, I think hotels will work with slightly lesser number of people, but they should be able to pay them better as well. Mm. So, I think uh, with so much of technology coming in, um, hotels can really, and this is really uh, an advantageous point that hotels can use is. You use tech, technology uh, to eliminate routine tasks, to eliminate daily schedules, etc. away from your people. Work with less number of people, but pay them well. Like, you know, pro- 
invest in the aspects that I mentioned before. I think that is what is going to be beneficial and win-win for everybody in the industry. So which means some of the jobs and will be cut down? You no, know, like I, I, I'm glad you asked that question. But like I said, the consumption itself is at such a fast pace. Yeah. There's going to be so much of supply of hotels, mm-hmm. right? So it's like saying uh, you have uh, 10 hotels in a city and therefore they require X number of people. Yeah. Now those 10 hotels have adopted technology so they require X minus Y. Yes. But apart from 10, there are 50 more hotels that have come up. Yeah, that requires... Right, so that compensates for yes. the Lula. adjustment that's happening. I would not say job loss. I would just say that's that's how the industry will evolve. It's not that people will get sacked so tomorrow we will get this technology and therefore we are sacking 50 people. I think every hotel, every hotel company will... It will it'll be an evolving journey. Um, so yeah, so I think... Uh, what I think is... A, so whenever the technology comes in, it takes out the job. But this creates the job as well. So the moment the electricity came in, there were the people who got out of the job, the people who was... Absolutely. You, know, you, you said it absolutely right. Uh, anything that... For example, when computers came in, right? Yeah. Right? So, like I said, economies are growing, countries are growing, consumption is growing, GDPs are growing. And therefore, the opportunities will also grow and the opportunities yeah. will also increase. So it's just doing things in a more efficient manner yeah. uh, across the board. But I think they but will, the they will, size of the board will keep on increasing. Yeah, so I think uh, with technology coming in, there will be a new type of job for the hotel as well. I've seen this and I was very surprised. There was a hotel in uh, Kasoli, Offbeat. And they're very good on Instagram. So I've seen the opening coming out that the video creator, content creator and someone to script writing for them. And I was surprised that hotel is opening up these kind of job. So what do you think that technology, this media and all of these things will bring new kind of job for the hotels? So I'll, in fact, I'll come back to your previous question. You asked about job cuts. Yeah. You ask any hotelier today in India. Mm-hmm. They don't think about job cuts. They don't have people to fill the job. Yes. Cuts. Yes. They are not finding people. They are not finding people right. to fill the right. right now, right? I have seen so the I hope, uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, you don't take me seriously, but... Uh, I wish hotels would have reached that stage that they want to cut down people. Yeah. They don't have people right now. Correct. Right? They're, everyone is divided. So, right. I think the answer lies, uh, your answer to the next question of yours, whether tech will create more jobs, etc. Uh, there are many jobs which are available right now to be filled itself. Yes. Yes. Right? So, entire marketplace has changed so dramatically, especially after COVID and especially after so many new companies coming in, different kinds of roles, different kinds of jobs, etc. Uh, there's a dearth of talent. So I think we don't need to worry about job cuts. We need to worry about uh, how can we fill existing positions? How can we make hotel industry more attractive? How can we uh, get good talent? How can we retain good talent? I think our conversations need to revolve around that. Yeah. Uh, instead of being worried about uh, whether we, there will be job cuts. I don't think we need to worry about that. So I was, I was talking to you uh, earlier on this point that you know there was a there's a huge amount of people who doesn't have an exposure to this industry. I come from a small city like Kanpur, and for us it was when you say hotel, the people think the waiter. But uh, now when I have grown in my career in terms of becoming a revenue guy, becoming a CRO of a company, now they understand this industry has money. He can get fame, he can get car, he can get nice house. Do you think this exposure and education is required to reach out to these tier two cities because they don't have IHMs? IHMs are all in the bigger cities and there are less of education to this industry as well. So do you think as a hospitality and dark community, as an industry that we can come out and educate more people to come into this industry? 
So very very good point. I think uh, so in the entire hospitality business, right? Mm-hmm. We we talk about brands, we talk about hotels, we talk about growth, we talk about ownership of hotels, we talk about hotel owners, but very very seldom we talk about hospitality as an education. Yes. Or hospitality education itself. I think that's changing. Uh, most of it exists in the main cities. Yes. But I think it's changing because across uh, brands and across cities that I see, a lot of hotels are partnering with local institutes or are partnering with uh, organizations in the education front mm-hmm. to make hospitality as a desire to choose as a career. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's happening, but there's, there's more that can be done on it. Uh, but I think it's it's already started to happen in a lot of places. So, do you think the government should play a role in this? Because I have seen, uh, when I was young, I've seen an ad of Indian Navy coming in. Uh, and they have created some nice ad where person said, this is my office, they gave me a car, but it doesn't have uh, AC. But who cares, I have a gun. So, that was Indian Navy ad for uh, young people. Do you think that this industry requires government intervention to come out and promote hospitality altogether? Because we have stopped seeing the ad. Incredible India ad I've seen Madhya Pradesh when it was, I was very small and it was one of the best ad that you can see. Now it's all gone. So do you think that in, it, entire India as in well, country should come out and do certain things about uh, hospitality government involvement is required or not? So I don't think you really need a government push towards it. I think uh, hotels across India have multiple associations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hotel Association of India is one of the biggest yeah. associations. It's a platform, I think. Uh, those associations can be used better yeah. for this particular aspect. I don't think it's the job of the government to really promote an industry itself. I think we have enough organizations, enough associations which are big enough, which are strong enough. And uh, every single major hospitality player is a part of it, uh, which can be done. Yeah, it's, it's a great point, I think, uh, uh, should be done. And I think uh, there are enough and more associations in India who can who can... Uh, invest more time and effort uh, towards this particular aspect. So, uh, after COVID, I think uh, entire hospitality has seen surge in domestic travel. And it was uh, domestic travel that has made us survive after and recover after COVID, exactly. So, uh, do you think that's the sustainability of uh, within the country we can sustain the hotel industry or do we still require outsider or foreigners to come in and so that we can scale it up? Well, I mean, it's a Again, you don't need to be genius to answer this. There is enough and more uh, purchasing capacity within the domestic traveler of gas uh, to fill our own hotels. Uh, not saying that we do not need, need partners, the yeah. foreign tourist arrivals, but um, I think as compared to earlier times, I think the purchasing power and the spending power of an Indian customer, a domestic yeah. customer, has grown leaps and bounds. Yeah. And therefore, the ability to stay across hotels etc has also increased leaps and bounds so uh, yes it's it's a healthy mix but I don't think we are very heavily dependent upon uh, a customer who travels from outside maybe still a little relevant from a very from a uh, from an extremely upper upscale kind of a hotel yeah. you still uh, have a certain amount of decent share of those travelers coming in but uh, overall, from an overall perspective, I think we have enough and more purchasing power within the country to fill our hotels across. This is the great 
time and space to be in this industry because right now it's growing and India has got a spending power and we are seeing it right now. That's the reason hotels are growing right now. Because earlier it was all dependent on majority that foreign tourists are coming in. So right. that has increased one. And do you think that resort as a segment of a hospitality industry will grow in India? Because now today it is limited to a location. So resort is basically a location. You go to Goa, you go to Lunaland. So resorts in this tier two cities where it is required for people have to travel to some other place to get the resort experience. Is it going to expand in India or is it going to be limited to the location specific areas? So, you know, like I've said before, I think every vertical will grow. Mm-hmm. Every kind of hotel will grow. Uh, you talk about resort hotels. Um, you ask any ownership today, right? Everybody feels, especially after COVID, that resort locations is a must to be had mm. or to have it in your own portfolio of hotels that you have. Correct. Uh, a, uh, so that is one thing. Second is, you mentioned about locations. I think, depending on the product that you're making these days, mm. it's not just about the location. There are some great hotels that you can visit just from an hour drive from Gurgaon because it's the ex- entire experience that is created around that resort. Correct. Right? So I think when you blend in experience mm. uh, as a highlight of your stay, then whether you are eight hours away from your home or whether you're one hour away from home, I think both can do equally well, provided uh, they create that hotel or that product has a particular offering or an experiential aspect. Then it's not just that I need to go to Goa or Rishikesh or Shimla or, you know, the typical resort locations. I think uh, hotels and destinations are being created out of the product that you made itself. Yeah, got it. So that was my thought. I think uh, resorts will be more coming into cities as well because people don't want to travel to the locations. You don't have time. But they want that resort uh, experience as well. Cities yeah, so with- like for example, from uh, I'm from, I live in Gurgaon. Like for example, Nimrana. Yeah, Nimrana. Right? A good example. As a location itself, yeah. there's nothing. But I think the entire destination yeah. and uh, the story around it, or it makes you want to travel. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's any. You have to be very clear about what you are creating, right? Then it doesn't really matter whether your hotel exists one away, one hour away from a metro city, or whether it's eight hours away. So that's that's very important. So, like, let we discuss. India is growing. We discuss infrastructure is growing. We are getting better roads. So cities will grow. So tier two cities or any destination which was not drivable earlier, it is drivable now. So, do you think that destinations which were untouched before, like there are a lot of places in Marshall that people never went out. Now, government has built up a nice road, infrastructure is good. So, this city will evolve tomorrow and there will be more hotels, more brand is going to come up. So, is it is it basically should be looking at creating more job for the area and the state or should we creating more job for the people who are studying right now? What is... What is the difference of creating a hotel in a city where it cannot provide job to the local people? So, um, first of all, I think the demand for hotels in tier 2 and tier 3 cities and the supply, not in terms of number of rooms, but in terms yeah. of number of hotels. Numbers of hotels, yeah. Right? Is uh, extremely high in tier 2 and tier 3. Mm. And that is seen across all the brands. Yeah. And, I, and tier 2 and tier 3 cities were even quicker to rebound in terms of business post-COVID. Yes, yes. 
right so tier 2 tier 3 cities great opportunity to expand and to grow uh whenever you open a hotel mm-hmm. okay whether it's in a metro city whether it is in a uh tier 2 or a tier 3 or a remote location okay it's not just about the employees who work in that hotel okay whenever you create a hotel it creates an entire ecosystem around it you have vendors you have suppliers yes. you have so many other things you know so the very moment you creating something new it will uplift everything related to in that area yeah you're right are you right i can give you an example right and um, so uh there is this, and there's they can only be an upside when a new hotel comes up in any place there can I, never be a downside to it so i think i think good hotels always bring vibe to a city and there's a lot of business which comes in because of the hotel so there was no convention center in indore the the guy came in and made a convention center it was bcc brilliant convention because of which g20 happened because of which investment happened because there was a place where they can come and do these things so hotel actually bring infrastructure to the city not only as a job so like infrastructure is increasing everything uh, around it will increase that this is what you said uh, moving to in this industry now there will be more competition because the more hot- hotels are going to come in so earlier so if you talk about in your hotel or any other hotel there will be 5 10 15 front office staff everyone want to become a gm what does it take to become sameer So yeah I think a lot of people around and everyone's aspiration is to become a man of the house to become a GM to become a SVP to become a corporate office leader so what does it take to become what you are right now so i think first of all um uh, it's absolutely not required to become sameer everybody should become uh who they want to become uh, as per their own strengths and as per the want they want so as that's very personal i think i can only share what's worked for me yeah um i've always given a lot of importance to getting your foundation strong so whether it was my hotel management days or whether it's my early days in my career or even till now i think i like to keep my foundation strong by being technically sound okay on anything that i'm doing so let's say for example if i have to even today if i have to visit a new hotel project site i would like to prepare for it well in advance uh in sort of just walking into a meeting etc so i think preparation is very very important uh in for that part it's important in any aspect that you work in right uh so that's very very critical i give a lot of importance to uh so if you're talking to students in hotel management colleges i think spend a lot of time in just gaining knowledge mm. in learning the subject in making your technical foundation very very strong and continue to do it second very important thing is i think uh, for a lot of people once you finish your formal education they think that now you know the education or that only two ways then you can learn either i think there are three ways uh, either you go to a formal institute yeah or you travel yeah or you read yes right i think after a particular time a uh, point in your life the formal education into school or university etc uh gets over yeah um uh, i do think uh, most of the people don't have the luxury to keep traveling yeah and gain a perspective and gain knowledge and experience so therefore i think reading becomes very very critical right uh and whether we like it or not uh, most of the 
professionals working in hospitality industry come from a non-technical background. Yes. They are not an engineer, they're not an IT expert or etc. So the only thing that they have uh, is their uh, mental acumen, which needs to keep getting sharpened. Mm. Right? And the only way of sharpening it is you read a lot. You keep yourself abreast with what's happening around, etc. The more you will read, the more you will grasp and you'll be better off with the person uh, sitting next to you. Right? So I think that's very, very important. So I think two things for me, really, uh, is keep your foundation strong. Uh, keep reading. That's very, very important. And last but not the least, I think it's also important to learn from people around you. I think hotel business, hospitality business, so much about people. Yeah. Uh, so it's very important for you to uh, work in companies, work in organizations, work in hotels, where people around you are better than you are. And because Absolutely. that's one of the, I think, easiest ways to grow in life. And also, I think uh, one thing also work out for people that if they, you are at the right place and you find right people around you, uh, there's a high possibility that you will do good in your career because if I'm around you, I will learn a lot of things. And this is very evident in hospitality. Hospitality is, uh, as an industry, is very emotional when it comes to it because it's driven by people. So every and any point of time, there is someone to guide you, to mentor you. And I've been I've been a part of this. I have a non-hospitality background, came into this. Someone has mentored me. I think this is the industry that people can grow big and they can have aspiration to reach to or some areas today. So, of course, I think uh, positions and uh, salaries and everything is getting better here. There are people who are welcoming right now. This industry is growing. I want to just understand in one, this is the last question that I want to ask. So, there is a sense of hospitality that we have, we call it and I, I believe the India has best hospitality in entire the world. And then there is Europe, then there is US, then there is GCC, and every other country has different way of doing hospitality. They have actually taken a lot of things from us. And there is a lot of Indians who are working in different other part of the country. Uh, you go to any other part of the world, there are Indians who are into hospitality. Uh, what are the things that we should be taking from uh, international hospitality to India? Or is there that we will continue having this kind of hospitality throughout? Or is it change with the kind of generation that we are right now? So, uh, like you said, I think India has been the land of hospitality. Yeah. I think the entire, uh, you know, uh, a lot of Asian countries, I would say. Uh, I, uh, when it comes to personal hospitality, uh, I don't think it gets better than this particular region of the world. Uh, when it comes to what is it that we can still take more from outside, I think uh, today there's still a lot of <coughs> innovation that happens with regard to hotel space mm -hmm. outside India, uh, whether you talk about technology or anything else. Uh, so there are a lot of things that we can learn uh, from that. Um, there are great products that are being built outside. Yeah. Um, and I think the Indian hotel tech space uh, is something that is uh, still got a lot to do in terms of catch-up when it comes to uh, the tech space that exists in hotels outside India, especially in the West. Okay. Um, so I think I'll give you an example. You open a big hotel today, the choice of the tech stack is still very limited, mm -hmm. right? I think there's lots that can be done in that particular aspect. And I think the West has always been ahead yeah. or uh, the other countries always been ahead of it. So if we marry both and if you're able to gain an edge over there as well, and I think by all means we can, right? If you can provide... Uh, 
tech tech support to everybody outside i think the indian hotel tech space uh has still a lot of room uh to develop mm. and i think it's happening but i think it can happen much more um uh, so i think that's one space that i would say uh you know we can still do a lot of catch up with regard to um, when it comes to hotels in the other countries all right so just an advice to people who are right now willing to come to this industry what should be the mindset if anyone want to join hospitality right now at this era so i think one mindset that should be there is you can be spoiled for choice today mm-hmm. in terms of which company you want to join you can be spoiled for like i said um there is no other of opportunities yeah right uh you will join as a front office assistant probably 6 or 8 months down the line you will get a job you'll get an offer as a supervisor yes. maybe another year down the line you'll get an offer as a duty manager but i think uh you it will work for you in the short term you know it may work for you for the 6 7 yeah. for first 6 to 7 8 years but once you want to now uh join at a leadership position then it will become difficult because your cv does not reflect stability loyalty etc mm. so it may work for you for about 6 to 7 8 years uh i think my advice to everybody joining this industry today or who want to join this industry is be patient mm. uh there are plenty of opportunities so therefore you may be spoiled for choice uh it may be attractive it may be seductive for you to make a change or make a move uh but three things stick with good brands who can add value to you in your early life because they provide a lot of processes they provide you a lot of uh solid foundation in terms of how it should be run yeah uh second uh be patient um you may get something 5 months later uh but by not doing it 5 months earlier if it, yeah. if it provides you more stability it presents more loyalty to the organization that you're working with i think it it uh, that is something that will never change uh in the long run yeah you would always want somebody to join your company who has these values of loyalty stability to be able to stick to one thing correct i think uh, some of those human qualities uh will always have an edge over a lot of other things patience is key so patience perseverance stick uh, to one thing make learning your key objective i would say in the initial 5 6 7 8 10 years i would say your key objective should be how much are you learn being able to learn how much you're going as a professional because once you will do that yeah. then everything else will come but if you're not able to do that then you'll always struggle in your life that's true that's true so that's what i have to offer thank you sameer thank you it was a great uh, conversation a lot of inf- insightful pleasure is mine thank you for having me on connecting the dots thank you sir thank you thank you so much Sorry.